Hi, Colleen. Welcome. This is Colleen Scroy and welcome to the Lemon Spark podcast. I'm so grateful to you to taking time to talk about your Lemon Spark story, which is amazing. And I'm excited to introduce you as a teaching artist and you're in Massachusetts. And I will let you talk a little bit about yourself. You know, we talked about some of the lemons that you've had in your life and we decided that we were going to focus today's podcast on the COVID-19 lemon and how it impacted your business. So for a lot of people who might be out there having lost their business because of COVID or maybe having financial troubles because of COVID, I think your story will be very uplifting and inspiring, which is the whole point of this podcast. So welcome, Colleen. Let us Thank know you. about your background. Well, my name is Colleen Scroy. I've been an artist since I was little, actually. I remember um, one time going into an art gallery, I think I was like in the fifth grade with my girlfriend who also liked art. And we were standing there and it was the first time ever like seeing all this artwork in one place. I looked at her and I said, someday we're gonna be famous artists. <laughs> and I'll never forget that moment of saying that. And it's always something I go back to that it was kind of like in me that I kind of knew that this would be the route that I've gone. I went to school for graphic design and then started painting back in 1989 and started doing my, did my first art show in 1990 in Florida, built my business and had publishers publish my work and sell my art all over the world. And my style was always kind of a folk art style. Back about 18 years ago, I decided I was going to open up an art center and art gallery. It more um, turned in the 18 years that my main business was having classes. And I had, I've had multiple teachers working for me over the years. And we, uh, we were always exploring. We even jumped into the the bandwagon with everybody else with the paint nights and we started doing those and that took off for a couple of years over the 18 years just kind of built built our reputation and built our business and if i could just interrupt just to make sure that everybody understands so you started 18 years ago roughly a brick and mortar art mm -hmm. center where mm -hmm. you help classes in-person classes that yes. was like your bread and butter Yep. You have paint nights, but mostly it was about classes for children and adults to learn different art forms. Yes. And then maybe about three or four years ago, I decided, I wonder what it would be like if I started doing online classes and I could reach more people and, and kind of have it as a, as a side thing to kind of go with what I'm already doing. And so I took a course and then I actually went to get a grant for it. But in order to go to a grant, I had to, I had to take class with these grant people and I got a grant to, to film my own art classes and start my own online version of what I was doing. And in the midst of that, I got asked, hired to do a children's book and then over 
the last three years, I've done seven children's book with one author and one with another author. And it's just been constant. And it kind of pulled me away from my goal of doing that. Doing the online classes. You doing mean? the online classes. And and the, the scary part of the online classes for me was getting online and like actually having film on my face and having people, you know, like that whole part of it was like, I don't know, it just... I'm, I'm used to being in front of people because I teach classes in person, but to actually do that on film was like a different feeling for me. So I it kept on the back burner and then COVID happened in March and my building was shut down by my landlord who shared the building with me. Nobody could really come in or out except for me. And he had his people, but the door was locked. And then as things in Massachusetts began to lighten up a little bit coming towards June um, and, the, and the government was allowing people to have more people in and open your business and my landlord was not agreeing to that. Then I was stuck with this dilemma of what, how can I run my business if I can't have classes because that was really my bread and butter was the, the constant flow of classes and numerous classes happening. All of my online Facebook fans and Instagram fans began to ask me for things because they could see that I was struggling and um, they would say, oh, well, what do you have for artwork? And so I began to post paintings a painting a day. And I had tons of watercolors because I taught watercolors. So I had all these samples. And so I began to post them. And every day for two months, somebody bought the painting and would bid. And they weren't even bidding low. They would just start high. And I knew that people were supporting me and wanting to help me. And it was very, um, there would be days where I just start crying because I would be like, oh my God, this is like amazing. Then unemployment options opened up for the first time ever for a self-employed person. And I jumped into, into that and, and was able to start collecting. Then I started offering free classes for people. And I thought to myself, well, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I'm going to offer some classes. I'm going to film these things and put them on YouTube and kind of make it up as I go. Because you know what? All these celebrities are filming from their home because they're stuck at home. Everybody has a lot of grace for them. If Even if they're making mistakes, they're just sort of making it up. And I thought, this is my opportunity to do it without feeling awkward, without having that feeling like, oh, everything has to be perfect. So because a lot of people were doing it and it wasn't perfect for them. It so. wasn't perfect for them. And I had a lot of grace for them. And if, in fact, I kind of enjoyed the unperfectness of it. And that kind of show Ted told me something, informed me something about it has a more homey feel. It has a more like you're really getting to know that person feel. And so I thought, I'm just going to jump in and do this. And so I did. And people were enjoying my free classes. And then as the summer went on, my landlord gave me a couple of months free, but then he wanted me to start paying again, but he still wouldn't let me have people in. And we were in August and I'm like, this is crazy. Everybody's open now. And so I just was like, okay, to 
just shut down because I can't keep paying overhead for something that I can't use. I had a big yard sale. I had sold all my business. I went through a lot of tears and people crying with me because they were so sad because students that were coming for years with me. And it was, it was my identity. I had built my identity around it, but people were so nice. And they were like, Colleen, you are what makes this happen. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you're going to make it happen again. So I made the decision and I decided to shut down. And then I just all these people, my kids, my kids, friends with trucks and people helping me with yard sales and all these people showed up to buy stuff. And it was just, uh, it was very emotional and humbling at the same time. I felt extremely grateful. I realized that if I shut down, I can film these classes and just start doing classes on my own. So once August ended and I was out a month to kind of reflect and figure out what I needed and what I wanted and what direction do I want to go in. I had seven years ago read this book, The Artist's Way, which is a very popular book in, in the artist world. And you write pages every morning and do a bunch of other things while you're reading the book that helps you to get unblocked. My whole goal was to not start something up new and then realize like, I don't really want to do that. What do I want to do? And so I did that. And then I decided that I would, I had a few talks with some close people, some close artist friends, and I decided all right, I'm going to do my first online paid class. And I had 17 people sign up and I was, wow, great. So that was for four weeks and it just ended and it was a huge success. And we, we were all so excited by the end of it. And we created a community and we created art like an, an, a Facebook page a group that it's private for everybody in the class and everybody's sharing their paintings. And it was just surreal because it, it was like, it was that environment that was created in the class. And everybody was so encouraged that all practically all of those people signed up and then they were inviting their friends. So now I have people from Florida that are joining and people from, you know, other parts of Massachusetts that don't live near me that would have never come to a class that are also joining. And I feel like I'm free actually. So what appeared to be like a, a lemon coming to me ended up being my freedom, you know, I'm, I'm coming into that age, I'm in my 60s now, and I'm coming to that age where I'm starting to think about, well, what do I do in retirement? Like, you know, and as an artist, you never think about retiring, like, what are you retiring from people paint when they retire, you know, and so I, I never thought about it. But owning a gallery in an art center that is, that is a tangible place that you either you're, it's brick and mortar and you're doing it, you know, every day you go there. And I often wondered, how will I trans transition out of that? And now because of COVID, it literally helped me to transition. It 
pushed me in a direction that I didn't think I was ready to go, but then I was forced to go. And then I took it and just said, you know what, let's just go with this whole online thing and see where it goes. Because I was planning on doing that anyway. (laughs) In fact, I have some grant money put aside for that project. (laughs) And so it ended up just being this perfect, almost like it was part of the plan, which is kind of cool when you think about it, you know, it, it seemed really sad, you know, emotionally draining for me to go through that. But here I am on the other side, and I just feel this sense of weight off of me. And now I feel like, oh yeah, like, like, like I got a whole new world ahead of me, you know, and I just feel like you're never too old to reinvent yourself. I'm always feel like I'm becoming person that I'm meant to be, you know, it, it never ends. And it's interesting. You said, you know, you, you felt like you weren't ready to take the jump into on a fully online format right. and COVID hit and forced you right to adopt the online format. And would you say that your sense of not being ready was maybe mistaken that you were ready and you just didn't know it? <laughs> yeah, because my bookkeeper who met with me once, once a month, we were always brainstorming for ideas that I could make money because she knew my money situation. And she knew that what I was doing was because I loved the people and I loved doing what I was doing. It wasn't because I was making a ton of money off on it. And every year we would look at, should I be shutting down? Am I really like, you know what I mean? Like we would have to reevaluate every time. And as long as the classes were paying for the space, I felt like I could justify it. Afterwards, she came to my house to do my books once I was shut down. And she was just like, Colleen, you're just doing amazing. Look at this. She goes, She goes, how many times did we go through? Should you shut down? She goes, and here you are, you're on the other side of it and you have money in the bank. (laughs) (laughs) And we would just be like laughing about it. And I'm like, I know. And then she'd look at me and she'd go, only you, Colleen, only you. (laughs) Well, and in other podcasts that I've done, you know, we've talked about how lemons often disrupt an autopilot kind of. Um, framework that you're operating in. That's and, a good point. Yeah. yeah. So COVID, I think for a lot of people, absolutely that lemon that took us off autopilot and made us reevaluate what we're doing. Is it making us happy? What can we do? What can we change? How can we adapt? Right. And it, and that's exactly what I think has happened with with you and your business. Right. And it's so encouraging to hear that. So I guess as sort of a closing question for you, Colleen, what have any words of wisdom for those people who might be listening, who are going through their own lemons right now, maybe similar to yours, they're you know, facing closure of their business or maybe losing a job because of COVID. What would you say to them? Well, what I know for sure as is one of the questions that I think Oprah asks when she does interviews, what do you know for sure? And I think for me, what I know for sure is that I am not alone in this process. I am a spiritual person and I believe that my God, the universe is a creator 
And he's a creator who loves creators. And she is my source to continue to create. And so people have often asked me, you know, how do you get rid of or sell that painting that you love so much? And I just say, for one, I create for other people. And for two, I mean, I do it from within me. And I feel like I'm a never-ending source. And I, if I want to paint it again, I'll paint it again. I am that source that it, that art came from. And I feel like my creator is the source that comes through me. And so I have this abundance kind of outlook on life that there, if this person's getting something, that means I can't get something. I don't think that way. I think there is a never ending source and I can that therefore I can celebrate for you and I can celebrate for you. And when you get something good, I can sell. there's no jealousy in me. I can support other artists and be like, yay, you got that, you know, and not feel jealous because there's a never ending support system that the universe will support me. And because I believe that it, it is true and it happens for me. I think that's what I have to say in closing is you're not alone. If you do what you love, that magnetism, that excitement of what you love will draw people to you. You can't help it. Like people will get drawn to it because you have an excitement about it. And when I see people that are excited about what they do, I want to peek in. I want to see what they're doing. You know, like, oh, I want to be a part of that. So I guess by your example, use the COVID lemon that we've all been thrown Mm-hmm. to find what it is that brings you joy yeah, and follow that. Follow it and know that you'll be supported in that. It's a, it's a faith. Definitely is a leap of faith. Becoming yeah. an entrepreneur and, and putting yourself out there is definitely a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from your testimony here today, one worth taking for sure. Thank you. Well, thank you, Colleen. Um, before we leave, well, how can people find out more about you and your online classes if they're interested? Where can they well, go? They can go to um, Colleen, C-O-L-L-E-E-N, Scroy, S-G-R-O-I.com, my name. And everything that they need will be on there. They can follow me on Facebook. They can follow me on Instagram. Just use the same name. I'm there. That's where you can find out more information. You can sign up for classes there. Yes, because now you can teach from anywhere. I can. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of online. That's so right. Follow Colleen Scroy, C-O-L-L-E-E-N-S as in Sam, G as in Grace, R-O-I.com. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank you, Barbara. Take care. You too.